Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, uh, who's that out, out there in the, in coming down the chimney? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. It's Santa Riley here to welcome you to Pokemon Variety Hour. The podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. Now, I know I'm a day late. I apologize. But, of course, I have to wish this show a Merry Christmas. And joining me, of course, is Colo the Snowman. Hello. <laughs> He's a snowman, guys. But, yeah, welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, December 26th special. <laughs> Merry day after Christmas. Is that what Boxing Day is? What's Boxing Day? Fuck if I I'm not Canadian. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what fucking Boxing Day is. I always hear about this fucking mythical Boxing Day. Nobody's ever explained to me what it is. I think it's the day after Christmas. Boxing Day. It's a holiday celebrated after Christmas Day on the on the second day of Christmas tide, uh, the twenty sixth of December. Though it originated as a holiday to give gifts to the f- poor, today, Boxing Day is primarily known as a shopping holiday. Alright, well, happy Boxing Day, guys. Hope you guys are shopping, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got a show to get into today, folks. Um, Kolochu, what have you done in the world of Pokemon since the last time you appeared on this here podcast? I've been playing Pokemon Violet. I completely scrapped the entire team that I was talking about on the last episode. <laughs> oh no! What are last you episode? Now? Last? No. Have you done an episode since I was on? I skipped a week, didn't I? Yeah. You will. I don't know, man. I don't think you ever talked about your Hoenn team on the show. I think that's what the conversation we had. That was before I went on vacation. That's right. Um. Yeah. The Hoenn team is very, very scuffed. Um, the highest I am... Let's let's put it this way. I won't tell you the highest level. I'm going to have you guess the highest level after I tell you the progress in the game. Okay? Alright. One team star, four titans, and five gym. What's my highest level on the team? Alright, first of all, I need a refresher on what those levels look like normally. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet level guide. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute since I've completed my Paldea journey. Okay, it was Iono is the third, Kofu is the fourth, Medali is the fifth, and her level limit is 36. I'm gonna go with Wait, who's Medali? Medala, the normal type gym. Or no, Medali's oh, the city. Larry is the person. God, Fuck. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> I'm, listen, Larry's epic. I'm just also tired. So, um, so yeah, 36. I'm going to go with 30 is your highest level. Close. It's uh, 35. Okay, so you're pretty much on level limit. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling with the team. If my switch wasn't dead, I would tell you the team. Um, did, did you scrap the team that we had discussed and like made up some new bullshit? Kinda. 
maybe a little bit. Um, I know Breloom, Altaria, Bayonet, Breloom, Altaria, Bayonet, Zangoose. That's four. I need two more. I didn't know Breloom was in the game. Yeah, Breloom's in the game. I didn't think that was one of the options when we discussed. That's why I told you to use Cacturn. I don't remember you mentioning the Breloom. Uh, uh. I want to use a Cacturn. I like Cacnea. He's a cool guy. I don't know who else. I don't know. I don't know who else is on the team. The team is kind of (laughs) stuff. It's not really working out. I don't have the type coverage that I want for the things that I'm doing. Um, it's also, like, extremely hard to level up when you're not doing a fucking Pokedex at all. Hey, Colo, there's these guys called trainers, and if you talk to them, they'll fight. I've been running around, but, like, I didn't <laughs> do them in the beginning, because I thought I was going to be underleveled. Or overleveled, so I just didn't do the trainers, and now I'm kind of just running around the world like a fucking maniac, just yelling at people. I'm the protagonist now. I'm the antagonist, sorry. They fight me. I they don't fight my eyes lock with them and I challenge them now. <laughs> Nobody challenges you. You challenge them. Anything else Pokemon relevant? Not really? Did you get your hands on any Pokemon Christmas sweaters? No, I did not. Um Oh, work. I got a Pokemon hoodie. Let's go. Um, I got that for Christmas. Um, what is it? What's on it? What's the design? It's got the eight regions on it. That's pretty sick. Sweatshirts and hoodies. Let's go try and find a picture of it. Oh, perfect. Ore Erasure. How dare they? Remember Ore? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, as for me, um, if you're complete, I've done... I've done a couple of Pokemon. I've done a, I've done a Pokemon or two. Uh, so first of all, I don't remember where we were with the Nuzlocke trio last time we did this podcast. Uh, but oh, that's that design the... that design's really sick. I'm a fan. Uh, if you look closely, it's got the main mythical for each re- for each region. There's only eight because this. Paldea doesn't have a mythical yet. Well, there should be nine. They shouldn't be committing such ore erasure. But, uh... I mean, this probably also came out after, uh... Or before... Before before Scarlet and Violet, maybe. But I said ore. I don't think this shirt came out before Pokemon Coliseum. (laughs) Or it'd be missing five of those regions. (laughs) <laughs> it's got the main series video game. Listen, Coliseum and XD are main series. Quiet. <laughs> they're the best ones. <laughs> Not really, but they're they're pretty good. I gotta I gotta play through them all the way. I've just never had a convenient way to do so. Uh, I still don't have a convenient way to do XD because it doesn't fucking work on Dolphin correctly, but. I could play Coliseum, uh, but I did a little bit today. This is going a bit out of order, um, but the first thing I did today, interesting enough, I uh, I unearthed some secrets. I I, d- I, I went down a little. 
I say I went down a rabbit hole. It was a very shallow rabbit hole. It turns out all I had to do was Google something, and I got to where I needed to go. Um, apparently, there is a secret. <laughs> there's a secret little club that brought back uh, Pokemon Brick Bronze, the uh, the Roblox game that got banned, and now just like hides from Roblox devs and like disguises the game all the time. <laughs> It's it, it seems really silly, um, but <clears throat> I did I did play some Pokemon Brick Bronze for the first time. That was interesting. I've always been interested in that project. Um, what I played was pretty cool, uh, but then uh, my Roblox crashed and I lost about like thirty minutes of progress, and I'll probably never play it again for that reason. <laughs> whenever I whenever I lose any amount of progress in a video game for any reason, it's just over. Like, no more of that video game ever again. Oh, yeah, no, that's the same with me. Um, my friend and I were playing this one game called Craftopia on Steam. Um, we found a little uh, passive money thing where we can just, like, earn money, pass- like, super passively, and it was nice. Like, I think it was, like, mil-, mil... I think it was, like, 52 million in, like, either an hour and a half or two hours of just passive letting the game run. Wow. So it was decent and it was cool and it was great. And I was like, shit, all right, I'll just let this, I'll leave the server up and I'll let it run. We had a power outage. Oh, And my no. game shut off. And my game got corrupted and my player got no. corrupted. I have not touched that in over a year. Yeah, no, that's fair. For me, I literally only lost like... 25 minutes of progress so I probably oh no i lost months of gameplay months of gameplay on my character so i quit <laughs> i never touched it again anyway i'm sorry i got sidetracked by the way we started talking about the hoodie design and i forgot that i had mentioned the nuzlocke trio and just like moved on to brick bronze um so i am through two gyms now um, the others are still lagging behind a little bit, but there has been activity. They are playing. They're just probably a little busy. Um, but it's gone well. Uh, no deaths so far. I did hard mode Bugsy, which took some fucking brass brass nuts. Like, that, that guy... That guy can go real pear-shaped real fast. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I had a strategy, and my strategy was... Uh, so... In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, if you're doing like a Blast Burn Radio competitive Nuzlocke, I feel like it's pretty much impossible to do hard mode Bugsy. And the people who did it, I want proof. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally stealing this joke from Jolly on Blast Burn Radio. But like everybody who was, none of them did hard mode Bugsy. And then like a bunch of people wrote emails like, "Yeah, we did hard mode Bugsy. It was great." I how <laughs> that fucking Scyther in Heart Gold Soul Silver. In Gold, Silver, and Crystal, it's a bit more manageable, but you have to be on top of it, because if it gets those Fury Cutter stacks up, it's over. I've seen Fury Cutter one-shot Aquilava <laughs> and, like, a Geodude. <laughs> like, if those Fury Cutter stacks get high enough, your resistance is futile. Literally, literally your, the resistance of the type is completely futile. Um, but I had a Butterfree, so I, I, put, him, I put him to sleep. Hit him with confusion, and repeat. 
the only the only potential fear I had in that plan was first of all sleep powder can miss. That was one fear. Um, the other fear was that I didn't know if the AI was capable of switching, and if if, if the AI switched into Kakuna and ate a confusion, that's my hard mode points gone because I can't use super effective moves. So I went in. I'm like, okay, so this either I could wipe here. My points could be invalidated, <laughs> but if it goes well, I've got all the points I could possibly get this cycle. And thankfully, it did go well. No, no Kakunas swapped into confusions. Uh, no, no sleep powders missing when they shouldn't. It all, it all went perfectly fine. So now I have uh, 100 points for two hard mode gems cleared, which is the most points you can get in cycle one. Um, hopefully I will sweep PvP as well, um, but we will see. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I can tell you the, uh, the squad here. So my, my, my 8 squad, because you train 8, bring 6. Um, I have it declared in the Discord server. Alright, so I've got uh, Fireball the Quilava, uh, Tweeter the Pidgey, Blunkin the Rattata, Womp the Whooper, Gusty the Butterfree, Bowser the Geodude, Pokeyhead the Sandshrew, and Jester the Ghastly. And I'm naming off all of my Pokemon after uh, Mario enemies, by the way. Those are all Mario enemy names. And okay. that's, that's that run. Uh, that's going well. Um, we'll see how well it goes once I get to the Doom Cow. <clears throat> But uh, speaking of Johto, um, the Nuzlocke's been moving pretty slow. I got pretty impatient. And one day at work, I was just, I, I, had, I had hit the devil's lettuce before I went into work, which is always a bad decision. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes the willpower don't be, don't be working too hard uh, to keep me away from that in the morning when I'm just like, oh God, please kill me. I don't want to go to work. Um, it really it helps to get rid of the please kill me feeling, but then I get to work and I actually have to do things, and it makes it a bit rough. Um, it makes but... the doing things part <laughs> nearly impossible. Yeah. Um, it's and not all... like uh, PVH where you can go and hit the shit and uh, just go do a podcast. Yeah, of course, because I, I like talking about Pokemon, but I don't like... You know, you never do that, though. You never do that. No, 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 no. I've never done that once. I am not high. No, I'm talking no. hypothetically, if you were to do the deed and smoke the grass, you could easily do a podcast. And oh, yeah. Some people, even even the listeners, wouldn't even be able to tell. No, of course not. <laughs> and then uh, they couldn't <laughs> but uh, uh so I, I was at work and I was fantasizing I was like I'm gonna go play a Pokemon game and it's not it's not gonna be any of the ones I haven't beaten because I don't feel like any of them at the moment <laughs> I know I said that was my quest but sometimes you just ain't feeling it and I was not feeling Emerald or Black and White 2 or one of the Switch titles uh, that is not Scarlet and Violet or Sword and Shield. Um, so I was, I was sitting at work. I'm like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to play Pokemon. I don't really know where my 3DS is and I don't want to look. So I'm not going to go back to Ultra Moon right away. Um, and what I eventually settled on was playing some fucking Soul Silver. So I started a just casual Soul Silver run. 
And I've been having a great time. It has not been a like a one gym badge and drop run like a lot of my runs have. I've done multiple multi-hour play sessions. I'm actually like into this save file now, and I have uh, I have five badges. I just beat the shit out of Chuck today. Nice, nice, nice. I will tell you my team. I'm opening the emulator as we speak, so I can tell you my team because my memory don't work. I got a, a Bitey, the uh, for Alligator, is my starter. Uh, very good boy. I love the Total Dial line, which speaks to how much I love all three of these motherfuckers. Because if you put a gun to my head and said, pick a least favorite Johto starter, it would probably be Total Dial. Um, but I love Ooh. him. And I love the other two. They're just such a solid set of starters. There's not one of them that I don't absolutely adore. So even my least favorite, I love a lot. I just realized something. What's up? Uh, with all the tier lists that I've done on the YouTube channel, I have not once talked about the starter Pokemon for po- the starter Pokemon. Starter Pokemon tier list coming soon to a Colo 2 near you? I haven't talked about them yet. I was like that. I was thinking, <laughs> I'm like, that's the one thing I haven't done yet. I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even realize I haven't done that yet. It didn't even cross my mind. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Uh, I've got Ruby, the Crobat. Um, I was feeling like using a Crobat because uh, one of the one of the people in the Nuzlocke trio didn't appreciate that with his Zubat for what he had. Crobat is such a great and reliable lad, and he named his Zubat Trash and sacrificed it against Falconer. And I was like, that's that's an injustice. Um, I failed to catch like two Zubats in my Nuzlocke, so in the Nuzlocke it really wasn't meant to be. Um, so I decided I would run a Crobat in this game and she's been very good so far i've got cybertron the magneton uh which was a very last minute addition i was like i realized that i had like nothing to kill water types so i was like oh i'll go get a magnemite there's a magnemite in this route uh, and then i've got uh toki toki the togetic he's pretty good i gave him fire blast <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> he's he's running a fucking he's running some varied special attack coverage. He's got he's got fucking shadow ball, extra sensory, and fire blast. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and then I've got uh, Adam the Tauros, big strong Tauros boy. And then I've got uh, Rock Strong the Graveler, old reliable, my spirit animal, the <laughs> Graveler. And that's that's the team. I'm just like obligated to run a Geo dude in like everything now. <laughs> I had I had the one fucking hero champion Geo dude in uh, my Gen two Nuzlocke. Um, I had Armstrong, uh, the Golem, who, as a Geo dude, defeated Whitney's Mill Tank at one HP. Like he he got hit down to one HP and then fucking crit killed Whitney's Mill Tank. Um, okay. So he, he became a living legend, Armstrong. He became the captain of the team. He was the he got the last hit on red. He was the final attack of the whole run. He's he was my hero. He was my boy. So now every time I do a Nuzlocke, and even a lot of times I'm doing casual runs, I will run a Geodude. Cause they they're just so good for me all the time. I'm a Geodude trainer. <laughs> Understandable. Even though if you touch it with like a drop of sweat, it fucking melts. <laughs> but, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, those things are fragile. You gotta get yeah. them all the way up. 
We live with that. We live with that. Even as a golem, if you touch it with the water, it fucking <laughs> disintegrates in nothingness. Uh, but it's good. Um, how many times am I going to say um tonight? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you, like, keeping track of that shit? Like, you owe Gingy money every time you say it? No, I don't think we ever agreed to any monetary value <laughs> towards that. Or else I would be in debt right now. I would be on the streets <laughs> jingling a little cup. <laughs> Is that change, sir? And then it all goes to Gingy immediately. <laughs> but I think that is probably about it for what I've been to doing in Pokemon uh, this particular week. Yeah. Oh, shit, no, there's mobile bullshit uh, because uh, I got a Christmas present. Uh, my my old, my grandmother's husband, uh, he's had an iPad for like a year or two. He's never been able to figure it out. He finally gave up, and now it's mine. <laughs> so I, I, did a little, I did a little mobile gaming. I did a little hoodlaming. Uh, I logged into Pokemon Go and caught two Pokemon and then immediately logged out of Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go is not a fun game. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> I played Pokemon Go for the first time on vacation. Ooh, Pokemon Go when you're on a trip is sick because, like, you get so many like Pokestops that you come across, and like you, it's really cool. I did a, I did a field trip, um, my last year at my first high school. Um, during summer break, uh, we did a college road trip, uh, where we like went towards some colleges. Uh, we slept in dorm rooms. It was pretty cool. Um, and that whole time, as we were touring the colleges, I was playing Pokemon Go, and it was awesome. And then my fucking principal told me to put my phone away, and, <laughs> and it made me so bad, because it's like, I paid to go on this trip. I'm not even a student of this school anymore. I'm not coming back next year. <laughs> like, just let me play some Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I played a little tiny bit of Pokemon Go, logged into that account again for the first time in a while. Um, and for the first time ever, I did a little, did a little, play a little Pokemon Master Sex, <laughs> Pokemon Masters EX. Uh, Gross. It's, it's, it's listen. You should, you should be ashamed of yourself for that one. Why? It's cool. It's literally the same. I don't same like it. It's, it's a the dumb same game. scam as Go as fucking Dokkan. <laughs> the gameplay is more fun than Dokkan is, and the fucking monetization system is the same scam. So. Lies and slander. I actually, I downloaded Dokkan, I played through the tutorial, and then I deleted Dokkan. I was like, you know oh. what? I'm not falling into this hole again. Dokkan is not even fun. I just like looking at the pretty units and making them go boom and do attacks. But it's not actually good gameplay, and it's taking up like fucking nine gigabytes of space. I'm not doing this again, so I deleted Dokkan immediately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, that actually covers me uh, for Pokemon gameplay. Now, before we move into our topic, Colo, this is the last Pokemon Variety Hour of the year 2022. Until season four, baby! <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I don't know how many years this shit has been going on. I think it's, it's season five. It started around Christmas time, or like near that in 2018, I believe. 
season five of Pokemon Variety Hour. Fuck up. It's not real. It's real. It's it's real. I'm gonna post it all over Twitter. God damn it. Um But yeah, I just wanted to say a few things uh regarding the show. Uh first of all, a fun thing uh that I Holy shit, do... wait, is this where you kick me off? Am I getting voted off the island? No, 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 no. no. Is that why you were like very adamant? Like, hey, when are we starting? Come on, let's do this. I wanna get this yeah, over yeah, with. Yeah, I, I gotta get this over with. I gotta get your execution over with. <laughs> <laughs> It's my excommunication. You bring me on for one for the last PVH of the year, and it's the Colo send off episode. Colo send off. Sorry, buddies. See you later. You're gonna hit end. You're gonna hit end record, and I just see my screens go blank, and it just something pops up that says no more PVH for you. <laughs> I mean, Colo. Last time, last time we kicked somebody off the show, they were back within like two months. So hey, I think Jinji. <laughs> Oh, I forgot you kicked Jinji out. Yeah, we kicked Jinji out for a time, but then he was back like two months later. So even if you were excommunicated, I'm sure it would be short-lived. Uh, but no, um, I talked about this on another show, but I do not think I talked about it here. Uh, so Anchor um, is a service that is now owned by Spotify. Uh, so a fun thing they did this year for, I believe, the first time, this might be the first full year Spotify's owned them, um, they did a wrapped for podcasters, like the Spotify wrapped, but it's for your podcast. Uh, so I thought we would go through the Spotify wrapped variety hour. I've gone through it already. It was really cool, and there was a lot of cool shit on there. Uh, so let's let's go through it. I want to tell the listeners what, what Spotify has to say about our podcast. It's doing all these fucking Spotify wrapped logos and shit. Just get to the good stuff already. Pokemon Variety Hour, your rapt has arrived. Let's jump in. There's a button that says jump in. I'm going to click it. In 2022, you did your thing. The people loved it. Did they really? I don't know. <laughs> the jury's still out on that. We created 2,239 minutes of new content, which sounds fucking insane. <laughs> Even though it does it does track mathematically, just to see that number is is a wacky thing. Oh yeah, my Spotify wrapped. I had um like an absurd amount of minutes listened. Ninety seven thousand minutes were Jesus spent. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Ninety seven thousand four hundred and eighty five minutes was my total playtime on Spotify for last year. Well, that makes the amount of minutes of new content PVH produced look very small in comparison. Um, the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, this is increased by fifteen thousand compared to twenty twenty one. Twenty in twenty one, I had eighty one thousand minutes listened, and then or eighty two or something like that. And then, yeah. then I almost pushed a uh, hundred thousand. I'm aiming for a hundred thousand for twenty three. That's pretty good. It's also um, more than 90, 98% of other listeners in the United States. So I'm in the top 2% of most most listened. Well, there you go. Colo's a Spotify celebrity. Um, and we created... Uh, it's more than 93% of other creators in the leisure category, which I think we are a part of because the video games category is a subcategory of the leisure category. So we are in the leisure category. And we've created 93% more content, uh, the 93, the more content than 93% of other creators in the leisure category this year. So pretty good. 
Let's see what else here. You can't hear us, but we're clapping right now. Oh, Spotify, so quirky. <laughs> so late <laughs> <like> quirky. <laughs> uh, one episode really grabbed listeners' attention. Can you guess your number one? All right, Colo, let's see if you can guess the number one TVH episode from this year. Your three options are episode 86, ROM Hacks Revisited, um, episode 110, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet SE Ellipses, something about Scarlet and Violet. Uh, second trailer, second trailer. I remember it was the, the second trailer for Scarlet and Violet. That was episode 110. Or episode 109, Regional Variants. Which one do you think it is? Ooh, that's tough. I've. What was the first one? I want to uh, say episode, ROM Hacks. Episode 86, ROM Hacks Revisited. Okay. You got it right. Um, it got. 451% more streams than our average episode, I guess. Jesus Christ. People really I like them ROM hacks. Your podcast loves to travel. Okay. All these fucking graphics. Um, it was heard in 16 countries. Jesus fuck. Um, our top five were... Now, you'll be surprised to know, United States is not number one. It's number two. Colo, do you, what do you think number one is? For what? You, the number one country we were listened to in, because it's not United States. United States is number two. Canada. No, Singapore. Oh. <laughs> That's, I, okay. Hello, Singapore listeners. Um, number one is Singapore. Number two is United States. Number three is the Philippines. Number four is the United Kingdom. And number five is Australia. Get through these fucking flashy graphics. Shut the fuck up. Tell me cool things about my podcast. Uh, something magical happened between May 29th and June 4th. Uh, we had 106% more listeners compared to our average week during that particular week. Okay. Interesting. Uh, whoever said sharing is caring was probably a fan of yours. Like quirky Spotify. Here we go again. Your podcast was in the top 30% most shared globally. Um, shared how listeners spread the word 94% by direct link, 5% by Snapchat, and 1% by other. Who are these 5% of people sharing our podcast on Snapchat? <laughs> Pop quiz. What percentage of your listeners follow the podcast? Um, Colo, let's see if you can guess this. The options are 12, 20, and 6. 12. Try a little higher. So I guess it's 20. Oh. 20% of our listeners are subscribed. That's not terrible. And we're in the top 30% most followed podcast, which is, I think, just sad for other podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't I don't that just in leisure, though? High. It's not overall, is it? No, I think it's overall. I think it says most top 30% most followed podcast. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's just because, like, 95% of podcasts get zero views. <laughs> What are Pokemon Variety Hour listeners like exactly? I don't know. Tell me, Spotify. Please, share with me your wisdom. Our listeners' podcast personality is The Time Traveler. Okay. <laughs> your fans are audio time travelers. They seek out podcasts that are new to them, regardless of whether they're new to the rest of the world. Um, this is probably referring to the fact that an episode from the middle of last year was the most popular episode of, from this year. <laughs> so, 
All right, Spotify, come on. I got, I got to piss before we start the next segment. Spotify is going very slow. I want to finish this before I pee. Have you been working out? Like, quirky Spotify, okay. Your podcast saw a lot of gains this year. Um, we're up 212% in hours, up 148% in speed, it, it's sh- speed, streams, <laughs> and up 51% in followers. So that's, that's awesome. I'm glad the show is seeing growth. That actually made me really happy. I, I saw the numbers are pretty high, but I never knew how high they were compared to last year. And also, I have to pee now. So college, don't say anything while I'm gone, and then silence will go away. <laughs> I almost fell and died, but I'm back and I'm alive. <laughs> you realize you probably would have fell and died for probably like 30 minutes before I said anything. You realize <laughs> that, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, you and your fans have something special. Okay. Let's see what they mean by that. We're a top 10 podcast for 24 fans. Uh, we're a top five podcast for 17 fans. And we are the number one podcast for six fans. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> Thank you, those six people. <laughs> That's for a actually... second, I thought you were going to get, like, real hostile there for, like, real quick and be like, why don't you, why don't you uh, call into the show <laughs> and start getting hostile with everybody? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to get hostile, but, like, we'd love to hear from you. We'd always love to hear from you, uh, no matter who you are. Uh... Let's see what else they got. I think we're almost done. We're at eight out of nine slides, I think. Uh, Pokemon Variety Hour, thank you for sharing your podcast with the world. You're welcome. You're welcome, Spotify. (laughs) Speaking of sharing, we made something special for you. Okay? I think it's just the sweat sharing on the social medias. (laughs) Yeah, 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 okay. (laughs) So that's that's our Spotify wrapped for Pokemon Variety Hour. Um, so I want to, real quick, just just thank a couple people. Uh, first of all, and biggest of all, thank you to everybody out there listening. Uh, this show does do uh, good numbers. Um, the Spotify rap just showed us that we're, we're growing, uh, which is always a good thing to hear. Um, and thank you all for listening. Uh, the show wouldn't be the show wouldn't be as fulfilling if I didn't if I knew that there if I didn't know that people were listening. Um, like. I would do it for nobody, but the fact that I know that there are people out there uh, does make it a lot easier. So, thank you, everybody, and uh, please feel free. Again, we do have a voicemail line if any of you out there want to want to say hello. Um, we also have an email; it's all in the description. Uh, we'd love to hear from people who are listening. Uh, so please shout shout out if you have the time. Um, I would also like to thank. Uh, all, all of the co-hosts of the show, um, I guess including Val, despite the fact she did not make an appearance this entire year, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> She's still in the Twitter bio. She's still real. Some, someday she may return. Um, and I want to look at something real quick. Okay, that was last year, um, but... That has continued throughout this year. Uh, so I would like to thank Pokemon Crossroads, um, the uh, Pokemon fan website um, that does a, a podcast central blog, I guess it is, um, where they link a bunch of cool Pokemon podcasts, and we are one of them. Uh, we get linked in Podcast Central. They started doing that um, back in September of last year. Um, and now every time there's a Podcast Central, 
we're we're in there. That's probably why we have ninety five percent direct link sharing. <laughs> Is that that's probably all podcast central? If I had to guess. Um. So, thank you to to Mikey at at Pokemon Crossroads and everybody else responsible. Uh, thank you to all my co-hosts. Uh, to you, Kolochu, especially to Miss Penguin Mage. She she has been the champion of Pokemon Variety Hour 2022. We would not have produced nearly as much content if not for the dedication of Penguin Mage to basically be my one co-host for most of the time. Kolochu came back. Kolochu well, did back. come back. the 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 last the, the last quarter of the fiscal year was <laughs> there was some Kolochu in there. Kolochu stocks ro- rose real real big uh, around June around July. Yep. Um, and thank you to any guests that came on this year. I don't quite remember all of them. Uh, I think there's been a few more than I'm remembering. Uh, but thank you to uh, Tyler, who was one of our first guests back. Um, and thank you to Demi Gloom, who's been on this year. Um, and also was our editor for some amount of time. She is not anymore. Uh, she she departed recently. Uh, I am, again, <laughs> running my own ship, editing-wise. And real quick, before we move on to the topic, uh, one more thing. Uh, if you'll remember last year, it was a big, a big sore point of disappointment that I had complained about and was sad about for a long time, that during the year of 2021... We only produced 13 episodes of this here podcast. Uh, so real quick, I just want to see how many episodes we produced this year. Uh, so that's... I can actually just do some quick maths instead of counting them all out. So the first episode we did this year was 95. And the most recent episode was 127. So let's do 127 minus 95... We produced 32 episodes this year. So that is that is a lot better than last year. We still missed more than a few weeks. I think I think a weekly podcast in a year if they're weekly the entire time produces 52 episodes. Um so we missed uh 20 weeks I guess out of the year, but much better than we did last year. So we're we're, we're aiming for 33 or more next year. We're we're looking to keep breaking the record. Uh and okay, so that's I just wanted to do some uh, wrapped variety hour year in review real quick. Um, thank you, everybody. Now let's move on to our topic. Kolochu, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today, Riley? I don't know. What do you want to do today? <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, our predictions for 2023 in the world of Pokemon. You like how I completely forgot the topic, so I just, you know completely oh, okay. switched the I thought you did that on purpose. Just no, I did that on pur- I did that on purpose. I it, it was both. I don't know what the topic was, so I just switched it sent it right back to you. <laughs> yep. So we're talking about our predictions for 2023 in Pokemon, anything Pokemon related, the games, the anime, all that shit, and also our hopes. Not just what we think will happen, but what we want to happen. Uh so I think first things first. Um, a little discussion we can have is the anime uh, seeing big changes uh, next year. Uh, we've had it announced that Ash Ketchum's final arc will be airing in 2023. 
Um, and he will be replaced by a whole new protagonist for the Scarlet and Violet anime. Uh, so first of all, the big predictions. Um, what do you think will happen in Ash's final arc? What are some what are some highlights that you would like to see or think may happen? Colochu, I'll give the floor to you first. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to. Be <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. However, so, you go first, actually. So overwhelmed with ideas that I couldn't possibly go first. Um, okay, you have so many ideas that you want me to go first that you don't say any of the same ideas I said. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, see, okay, okay, that's okay. called podcasting. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I would hate. I look. I'm I'm doing it out of respect for the second greatest host of PVH. Go away. <laughs> I mean, you, I'll go. you are you being excommunicated today. It's over. <laughs> you, invite, you invited me here to do a podcast about Pokemon on I, Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. That is what we're here <laughs> for. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I don't know. There's so many things they can do with it. Um, of course, there's going to be the big thing where they're going to actually have to define what a Pokemon Master is. And I really don't know where they're going to go with that. Okay. I think the one thing I do want to see in the new Pokemon anime is mm -hmm. I do not want them, at least for the first season, they can scrap Ash, like, later. Like, just, just kind of, like, phase him out. But don't completely phase this dude out like don't make him a pokemon master and then like oh yeah no he never existed in the pokemon world sorry bye like i want him to still show up a little bit even if he's just like a super minor side character at at least like well, i mean the pervasive theory is that their young girl uh with the hair clip uh might be ash's uh descendant might be her daughter her daughter his daughter I, if Ash is grown, if Ash is grown up and like has a kid in the new anime, I want them to treat Ash like the Pokemon master he is and not just write it off like, oh yeah, you did that. It's all right. He's a Pokemon master or something, you know. Like, I think that after 25 years of, of dedication to a single character amongst how many seat 20 some. 20 some seasons? 25 some amount seasons? of seasons. <laughs> well, there's, after there's, two decades of like seasons and seasons and seasons of this kid. Well, there's going been a season through. every year since 1997. So that would be 25. Five. Yeah. So after 25 seasons, you can't just write them off with an 11 part series and never have them show up ever again. That's not, I don't think that's fair to the, uh, I guess, now older generation of people watching. Um, no, I think that's fair. Um, an argument that I've heard for that sort of thing is just, like, stories kind of have to end. Like, there, there have probably been plenty of people who have died not knowing how Ash Ketchum's journey ended. Um, so it's good that they're actually giving him an end. Like, I know this was a sentiment that was... Uh, it was echoed in the in some circles of the Naruto community, um, where after after the fucking twelve year manga run or whatever, they thought they were done. They thought they had experienced the entire story of Naruto Uzumaki and his friends, and now here's Boruto. 
So it, so it makes some people feel like they're not going to be alive to see the end of like the characters that they care about, uh, to see their arc conclude. Uh, so I am glad that Ash is getting a conclusion. Um, and maybe he shouldn't be too prominently involved in the new anime so that that conclusion can hold water and be satisfying to people. And people won't die wondering what happens to Ash Ketchum. That's a good way of putting it, I guess. I'm not trying to like be a dick. I just think an 11 part miniseries is not the way to go. No, I mean that's fair. They should have done a full they should have made a season out of it. Like they could have. Not even just a season. Seasons are the the fucking Pokemon seasons are like 30 episodes long. At least do like 20. Do like a little you could do you don't have to do a full 30 episodes, but like I really think that it should be like a they should do even even if they do a full season, they what they should do is do a full backtrack of just basically recapping everything. So my idea for what I think they might do with it is kind of like that, but not really. What I want is like real backtrack. I, I want him to fight with like each... There's So you see, Penguin pointed out previously... That there is exactly enough episodes to cover each region, if you include Paldea, I guess, uh, plus an intro episode and a conclusion episode. So that made me think about it. what it would be really cool if they did is if they, in each episode, he visits a region and he does a big fight with his team from that region. That's what I would want, but I know they're not going to do that. No, they're not um, going to do that. They're not going to do that for sure. Uh, but <laughs> what I think they might do. Um, because Colo, I don't know how much you've how much material you've seen from this eleven part special, but it is confirmed that Ash's Butterfree will be making a return. I did see that, yeah. So that makes me that put an idea in my head, and if they do it this way, I will be so hyped. And I think it's a realistic thing they could do with these specials is Ash kind of running like a circuit and like checking out checking up on all of his released Pokemon. Like, he, he meets back up with Butterfree, Pidgeot, Lapras, fucking Larvitar. Just, like, all the, all the boys that he's released or left behind uh, throughout his journey. Primeape, uh, Gudra and Greninja. Squirtle, kind of. I think Greninja's also kind of, by the same logic as Squirtle. I think Ash still owns those two. But yeah, it'd be really cool to see him kind of just, like, check up on all of his released boys. I think that'd be a cool thing. To do with a decent chunk of this story. That would be um, nice, yeah. And uh, one thing real quick, I was going to bring this up a minute ago. So, if we assume that the theories that this new character is Ash's daughter is correct. Hey, Colo, who do you think the mom's going to be? <laughs> I've heard fan theories around, a lot of theories are uh, Serena. You see, of course they are, because that is like by far the most popular Pokemon ship. Um, rivaled by only one other, and that's the one that I feel like I want to see at this point. I used to be a, I used to be in a more shipper. I used to be into the Ash and Serena, but the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, there's only one girl for Ash Ketchum, and it's fucking Misty. That <laughs> we we it was always meant to be that way. The first movie was gonna end with a time skip where he's married to Misty and has a kid. Um, there's a bunch of dialogue throughout the original series where Misty, like, implies that her and Ash are gonna get married someday. Like, it's Misty, dude. Come on, man. 
I really hope it's Misty. But honestly, even down to the character design, it kind of looks like it's going to be Serena. So that that will not surprise me if it's true. But I hope hope against hope that it's Misty, honestly. Yeah, I hope it's Misty, but if it's not, I'm not going to be, like, fucking devastated. Or no, I hope it's Serena. Fuck. Look, I'm tired. Fucking leave me be. I'm so tired. You hope it's Serena, okay. Yes, I... As much of the, uh, you know, as much of the fucking anime that I've seen, Serena is, is probably like a close second. I know it's not going to be Dawn. So it's not going to be Dawn. It's either it's not going to be Dawn it's and either, it's not May. It's either going to be Misty or Serena, or if they want to get uh, real quick, okay, it's not going to be May. It's not going to be Iris. And it's not going to be Chloe. If they want to throw a curveball, it's going to be Dawn. If they don't want to throw a curveball, it's going to be Misty or Serena. I don't think it's going to be Dawn. Well, you think, because Misty and Serena are the obvious ones. So if they want to go against the obvious and pick somebody else besides those two. Well, I guess, who do you think it would be if you took Misty and Serena off the table? I don't. I haven't seen much of the anime to be able to say yes or no. I mean, you've been watching a lot of the Hoenn arc lately. You don't think? Uh, you don't think? Dude, the Hoenn arc, bro. The Hoenn arc's getting good. I'm. Uh, May's got a. Uh, I haven't updated it in a while. Um, May's got a Bulbasaur now. May's Bulbasaur. He's so cute and little. I think the last episode I watched was May's Bulbasaur and Ash's Bulbasaur were kind of just fucking around, playing with each other. It was such, like, a good, like, feel-good episode. It was so nice. I ended it after that. I was like, you know what? I'm good here. This is where I can go on vacation and be like, you know what? This is fine. This is okay. This is a good episode to leave off on. There are a lot of feel-good episodes. I'm so excited for you to get to the to, uh, the, the Battle Frontier episode uh, where he goes on a camping trip with the Kanto boys. It's, it's, it's very feel-good. Very nice. Look, Hoenn is, like, a great place to start. I mean, yeah, can't, the, the Kanto. Hoenn's a very good arc. No, I'm glad I started with uh, Hoenn. It's um, not... I'm probably not going to pick it up for a few days, actually, because I'm probably just going to watch Christmas movies tonight because I haven't had a chance to. But Hoenn is probably the best season, except maybe I might say Johto, um, but it's either Johto or Hoenn. It's, like... The best season outside of, like, the obvious two. Because every human being who knows anything about the Pokemon anime knows the two best seasons are Diamond and Pearl and X and Y. Dude, I um, can't out- wait to get to Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, Diamond and Pearl is very good. Uh, somebody knows it's Diamond, Diamond and Pearl and X and Y are, the, like, the essential ones. But just below that is probably Hoenn. Like, it doesn't quite reach the heights of either of those two, but it's very good. I would say the same thing about Johto. Um... Kanto and Unova and Alola are a little rough, but that's fine. I do want to get to I I don't know. I don't know what it like exactly I'm going to do once I get far enough, but I know I'm skipping Unova cuz I'm not a big fan of Unova. Um I do want to go watch the Alola. I I do want to go watch Alola. Yeah, I mean, Alola's probably pretty good. I just, I hate the art style, and it's hard for me to get past that. Uh, I Look, it's been growing I mean, on me. I've been watching clips and stuff from it, 
just like popping up on TikTok and stuff, and I'm it's starting to grow on me. A so fair. I would also like to clarify that I like the Kanto anime. I did just say that Kanto was a little rough. Um, it's really only a little rough if you're just like if you're there for the battles. Like I think Kanto is the least battle heavy of the or the mo or, yeah the least battle heavy. There you go. Words brain um of the of the franchise i would argue it's still pretty good there's a lot of great character stuff in it um but i think i think a lot of those great character beats uh hold true and are expanded upon in like orange islands and johto where there is more battles and ash is better at what he's doing uh so i'd say original series gets better as it goes along because it's the original series all the way through johto so kanto can be a little rough orange islands and johto are very good um but enough about old anime arcs um so i'm i'm i was gonna give my answer to who would it be if not uh serena or misty um i don't know if may's a match i don't know if it's may it look from what i gather from the hoenn anime so far that i've seen may is more ash is more like a men- mentor to may Yes, it's very much like a mentor relationship. And that's why I feel like it would be weird if they go with May. They could also completely scrap every single fucking tag-along protagonist that Ash has traveled with and just not say anything at all and be like, yeah, uh, I'm Ash Ketchum's kid and completely leave the mother out of it. No, I would die if they did that. I would have to... It would be over for me. <laughs> If they just didn't confirm who the mother was, I think that would just be, it'd be over. Um, but if not, Misty or Serena, probably, this is a weird pick. I didn't even think about Alola, uh, but based on what I've seen of the Alola anime and what I've read on, like, the Ash shipping uh, websites, uh, probably Malo. I think there was a lot of Ash and Malo material that, that, that could imply something. Um, so if, if they wanted to throw a curveball and not make it Misty or Sarita, maybe it's Malo. Uh, especially because I think Ash Ketchum feels very at home in Alola with his Alolan friends, like, more than anywhere else. Like, the Alola anime was very good at giving a feel of, like, this is where Ash Ketchum belongs. <laughs> like, even, yeah. more so, even more so than Kanto, Alola is his home. Um, so I feel like it would be appropriate to set him up with somebody from Alola, and out of the Alola girls, it's definitely Malo. Uh, but anyway, enough about who Ash Ketchum's gonna bang in the in the anime finale. I uh, do have, well, but besides that, the other thing, I, I wanted to pose a question real quick. Yeah. Will Team Rocket continue to show up in the new anime? I hope not. I hope they give them a satisfying conclusion like they do Ash. Because like, the one thing I did are more see invested in is them. During, the, uh, during the final tournament, the Masters tournament, or whatever you call it. Yeah, the Masters 8. Jesse and James... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Jesse and James and Meowth legitimately bought tickets to watch fucking Ash. Right? I believe so. I believe they were in the stands cheering them on. I believe they were in the stands. They were in disguise, but I do believe that they were cheering him on. Also, I'm pretty sure they've been in the stands every Pokemon League almost, actually. I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any That's of them. Fair. Like, That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I know, I know, I know. 
I know they were they were in the crowd in the Sinnoh League. They were also like selling snacks as a grift, but they were there and they were cheering Ash on when he fought Tobias. They they have like a little little sit down where they're watching Ash fight Tobias, which is the fight with the Dark Cry. Everybody knows about that. It's infamous. Um, and Ash is getting his butt kicked, and Team Rocket are sitting there in their in their disguise with the snacks that they're selling. And Meow's like, "Wait a minute, guys." So Ash beats us all the time. So if, if Ash beats us and then Ash gets beat, then we suck. <laughs> so then they, yeah. then, then they start cheering Ash on. Yeah, that's basically how it goes. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Team Rocket. They could very easily carry them over. Like, especially if this character's not Ash's daughter and this is just going to take place like a couple months after the Master 8 or whatever. Um, but I think I'd prefer they're given a natural uh, narrative conclusion in this 11 episode arc which I wish was a little bit more than 11 episodes but you, just like you said but you know what can we do can make do with what we got also apparently the journeys finale like they did like the journeys the actual finale of journeys but then what is actually considered the final episode of Journeys is some weird episode in the I Choose You continuity. Um, oh. Which, uh, apparently, the contents of that episode is that Ash is supposed to meet his dad, and then his dad fucking bails at the last second, which is tragic. <laughs> really, really sad. Um, that's I've, terrible. I've, you cannot... You can't end it like that. That's how... Well... There's still the 11 episode arc, but that's just how they had to journeys. Um, apparently, I have not seen the whole episode. I have not even read a whole plot summary, but from what I've gathered, from what I'm hearing about it, apparently, Ash was supposed to meet his father at a Pokemon Center. And he goes to that Pokemon Center, and his mother's there, but his father, like, left. <laughs> I guess his father ran, like, ran out of time. It just fucking dipped. Um, but he left him the original hat. Which he does, which is cool because he had a different hat in I Choose You. So he gets the official Pokemon League hat that he's so attached to in the Primeape episode um, from his father who bails on him. Hmm. Why did I wonder why Ash ever took off that hat? Because he seemed very, <laughs> very attached to it. He was real mad when Primeape took that hat. But uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with these 11 episodes. Do you have any other predictions? Um, I don't know None if you've really gone. You haven't really gone into what you think will happen in those specials. I went first, as you so graciously allowed me to do, so you wouldn't take any of my ideas. And <laughs> so now it's your turn. What do you think may happen? I'm sorry. I'm getting really. Con I'm I'm really distracted because my fucking phone won't charge, and I'm like kind of getting pissed because this Oof. is a new, this is a new goddamn cord, and I know it. Uh oh. You know what? No more phone. No more phone. <laughs> Put no the more phone, phone. Down. going off the grid. Um, I honestly, I have no idea. I have, I didn't see journeys. I don't know how it's gonna happen. Um, well, I think this, this is gonna be very separated from journeys. I think it's just gonna, it's a wrap for Ash in general. I so. really think I honestly, I can't think of anything other than it's just gonna go. It's just gonna be like wrap up. Um, him and the various other characters, like May and them, and just kind of like a run through the regions sort of thing. I believe I may be wrong about this, but I believe it is confirmed 
that whatever traveling he is doing in these 11 episodes, he will be accompanied by Ash and Misty. Ash. <laughs> fucking Brock and Misty. Well, yeah, that's fair. I feel like that's a given. Well, not necessarily. Because um, I feel like the... I don't know. <laughs> I hope that it's true. Because I do want to see some Brock and Misty action. Um, and that would also, if, if Misty is a main character in these specials, maybe makes it a little more likely it's her who wins out the ends over, over Miss Serena. So we'll see. It's like, <laughs> there are points for both of them. Serena made it to first base, so she's got the advantage there. Um, but, but if Misty is a main character in these specials, I, that is also an inherent advantage. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they address who Ash Ketchum ends up with. That's, that's what we're all here for, really. We're just here to see which Ash ship ends up being canon. <laughs> and I am curious about this new anime. I know I hate the designs. <laughs> Penguin is Penguin's mad at me because I don't like the designs. Well, she agrees with me about the boy, but she thinks the girl is good, and I think the girl looks dumb. I like the Maybe. designs. I think the designs look cute. I love them. Maybe once I see more of them and I see them in motion, I'll get used to them. But right now, they're just kind of dumb. And that, that is my opinion on them. Uh, so, how long do you think it's going to take before the girl gets a Pikachu? I don't think they're going to give her a Pikachu. It, yes, they are. <laughs> they're definitely going to give her a Pikachu. Hear me no out. Shot. Hear me out. I don't okay. think she's going to be given a Pikachu. Why? I have a feeling that they are going to start her off with a Pichu. Oh, okay. Well, it's, not, it's I'm telling you right now, they, they're not going to give her a Pikachu. That is way too predictable to just be like, you know what? Here's your Pikachu. Well, they're not no. going to give her a Pikachu. She might catch it. They're, it's, I believe it's confirmed that she's starting with... One of the Paldea starters, I believe, Sprigatito. Um, so her first Pokemon will be a Paldea starter. But I assume she's going to capture a Pichu or Pikachu by episode three, if not in episode one. I honestly think that she's going to have a Pichu, and it's going to be a dick. Pichu's going to be an absolute fucking menace to society. Like yes. fucking pip like Piplup. Right? Mischief Pikachu. Mischief Pichu. Let's go. She's gonna get a Pichu. And by the end of the first season of Paldea, the Pichu will warm up and will evolve into a Pikachu. And that sets the pacing for the rest of the for the for the kids' journeys. That tracks. That seems logical to do. Pichu is like severely underrated. Pichu is a good baby boy. Like, how often, besides the movie, do you see people actively be like, yo, I have a fucking Pichu. No, it's always Pikachu or Raichu. Well, I mean, at least, at, least, at least Pichu got to smash. Raichu didn't get that, so... Raichu would be too overpowered. And... I'm fucking hungry. I don't have any food. Do you want to give me money for food? Uh, if I had money, I may consider it because it's Christmas, but I don't. <laughs> I have money for food. I was just asking. Oh, okay. Look, cool. it's fucking Christmas, so I don't have any... Like, everything's closed. It's also 9 o'clock. Yeah, that's fair. I have Cheez-Its. That's my... Cheez-Its and Cheerios. 
That's my dinner. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, oh, I'm so fucking Tragedy. Truly no, but tragic. I think she's going to start with a Pichu, and by the end of season one, the Pichu will warm up to her, and it will evolve into a Pikachu, and she'll just travel with the Pikachu for a while. Because Pichu is friendship-based, so... They're never, they're never going to push it past the Pikachu, though. So they no, they're not going to give her a Raichu. Right she'll never get a Raichu, but maybe she'll have a Pichu for a while. No, they're not going to give her a Raichu, but I have, a, I want, I really hope that they give her a Pichu. Let then... Pichu be a menace for a little bit, like even if they don't do exactly what you said and make it like a whole seasonal arc, like at least let him be an asshole for a while. Like, because Pikachu was an asshole for a while. No, he wasn't. He was an asshole for exactly one episode, and then he saved Ash from the Spearow, and they were best friends for the rest of the show forever. Um, I want to see them do it a little bit more like the manga, uh, where Red's Pikachu did eventually warm up to him and become like one of his most trusted partners. But there were at least a good few chapters where he remained a little shit. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny at the end. Uh, they do like a fake out, like the, like the first episode of the anime in the manga. But the end is like, uh, the the chapter where he gets Pikachu. The plot is that he he saves the town from this Pikachu because his Pikachu is like stealing from all the markets and shit. So Red catches the Pikachu to save the town. Um, and then he's got to fight Brock because his Pewter City is the town actually. Um, and. All his pokes are beat up, except for Pikachu, when he gets to Brock, because he has to, like, fight trainers first in, like, a weird tournament thing. Um, so all of his Pokemon are beat up except Pikachu, so he has to convince Pikachu to fight, and then Pikachu kills Brock. And then they go out of the gym, he's like, we're gonna be good friends, Pikachu, and they go to do a handshake, and then Pikachu zaps him when he does the handshake. <laughs> he, was, he was a little shit. I love, I, Red's Pikachu is good. Is good. <laughs> The, the, the manga's better than the anime, by the way. <laughs> I need to read more of the manga. That's, what I, that's my Pokemon goal in 2023, is to read the manga. Uh, but anyway, another big thing to do some predictions about, um, probably the biggest thing that people, people in our circles care about, because we're not as invested in the anime. Um, Scarlet and Violet DLC! We know it's real, we know it's coming. What's it gonna be? What are you gonna do? What do you think they're going to do, Colo? It's high hopes. High hopes. And I know I'm going to be disappointed. Kalos. Please, bro. Please, bro. Hey, look, this doesn't, this doesn't mean anything. Because they did the same thing with the Hoenn starters in Sword and Shield. And they, you don't go to Hoenn in Sword and Shield, obviously. But I will point out, there are three sets of starters programmed into the video game. Maybe four, because of Legends Arceus starters might be in there. Um, but yeah, it's... but that's previous game. Previous game doesn't count. Okay, yeah, previous game doesn't count. Um, yeah, because the Sun and Moon starters were in Sword and Shield as well. Um, but the only starter trios that exist are the Paldea trio, the Kanto trio, because obviously... Uh, the Hasui trio, as we just discussed, I believe are in the game. And the other one, the weird one, like Hoenn was in Galar, the Kalos starters are in there. Yeah. Bro, can you imagine if they're just like, yeah, you're going to Kalos. Uh, 
Here's a mega ring. We're bringing back mega evolution. <laughs> Let's fuck. I would die. <laughs> Dude, like, okay, so we've never, other than one game, went back to another region. Yeah, they've literally only done it once, which is crazy to me. And, like, they are listening to fans, though, for the most part. We do, we now have Pokemon can kind of follow you. Not really the way people wanted, but you can throw Pokemon out and they can follow you now. You can run around with them. That's true. It is unfortunate that there's no just, like, straight up following, though. There is no straight up following, but maybe one day. But Maybe Kalos, they fucking did I it in Sword think, and Shield, man. They gotta stop doing it and then taking it away. Like, come on, just do I it. I don't do it. think that we're gonna get a full region. Well, it'd be weird if they just put part of the region in there. <laughs> I think that we're going to get South Kalos. That's true, we've never been there. That's that weird, weird Kalos we never got to go to. <laughs> I honestly think that we'll get just South Kalos. That little triangle down there that kind of connects. I don't think that they'll do a full Kalos region. Well, that would piss people off to no end, though. Why would they fucking... Why would they do Kalos at all if they weren't going to go all in? Because if you just have South Kalos, and then there's just some dude standing, like, between the border of South Kalos and, like, the west, east, and north Kalos, he's just like, "You, you shall not pass, and he's just unmovable. I feel like that would piss a lot of people off. Yeah. I mean, they could do it. I think they could do a full region. Oh, no. They, c- they could release a full game where it's just like, yeah, you can go to any region you want. Go have fun. They could if they really wanted to. If they were, like, going bankrupt and they were like, well, shit. Uh, can they hire fucking Monolith Soft to make Pokemon and just have it be every region? But I think we'll just get it might be the Kalos region. But I don't know if we're gonna get a full re- we're gonna get a full region. But I don't know. I'm trying to like talk myself down from from being disappointed inevitably. Because um, like everybody do- thought we were gonna go back to Kalos in Gen Eight, and it was nice. But at the same time, it was like mm. everybody thought we were gonna go back to Kanto and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I remember that. That was a thing. Oh while. yeah, because it literally was like, yeah, this is literally part of Kanto. It's the Alolan region, Alola region, but it was like heavy Kanto lore. Although I think that would make that would make a lot of people the most upset if we get a second region again and it's Kanto again. <laughs> oh, people people wouldn't buy it if you do realize people would not buy it if they were like, hey, you know Paldea? You're going back to Kanto. Go back to Kanto. Get a Kanto. Back to Kanto with you. Kanto pandering. Honestly? No, because if they do, if they, if you ever go back to Kanto, then they have to include Johto, and I don't think they'll ever do that. Johto and Kanto are forever linked and will never be in any other game outside of Kanto or Johto. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. If they did another region, it would probably be Kalos. Or, if they want to get real wacky, and this would also be a smaller region, so it would be much more feasible. Ore? <laughs> They're not going to do that. <laughs> but what if they did, though? 
No, because they have like zero, zero want to to ever do Pokemon Coliseum ever again. But hey, they've they've been listening to fans, and Coliseum and XD have blown up these past two years as compared to how they used to perform when they actually came out in the years following. Um, Coliseum and XD are much more in the cultural zeitgeist than they used to be. So, understandable. They, they could they could go to Ore. It'd be really cool if they did that. <laughs> it would be, but Kalos is most likely, is second most likely. The other one is they just do two bullshit areas that should have been part of the game in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that like that Galar. is what they did in Sword and Shield. <laughs> Indeed. So. Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's so- something. <laughs> I probably should play the Sword and Shield DLC. It just made me so mad, Nicolo. There, why is he a shink still? <laughs> why? I don't. I don't know if you were on when I gave this rant. No, I was. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why a shink though? Why is he not a Luxray? Just please, please. That's all I wanted of the Scarlet Violet DLC. Please either commit to it being after the champion, or. If you're gonna do level scaling, also do evolution scaling. If I see a fucking level 65 Shinx, it's over. <laughs> I'm I'm asking for a refund <laughs> for the whole video game. Understandable. <laughs> Man, I don't like a sword and shield. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're we're out of that time now. Sword and Shield was a good game, but it mm. it lacked a lot of what Paldea had. Paldea was great. I, I'm very glad that Paldea felt a lot more like a rich single-player experience, because Sword and Shield were completely fucking hollow as a single-player experience. They were fucking bad and awful single-player RPG video games. Uh, so I'm glad that Scarlet and Violet were not that bad. I have to pee again, and I have not even drank anything since I went last, so I don't understand why, but I must. <laughs> Alright, um, but outside of Scarlet and Violet DLC, because last year we got two um games, do you think we might get DLC and one um game? And if so, what game do you think it would be? I'm sorry, what? I said it in a dumb way, but uh, last year we got two Pokemon games. Or no, this year we got two Pokemon games. And it was just, one of them came out two months after the last Pokemon game of last year. The, que- the question is, do you think they're going to do Scarlet and Violet VLC and they're going to do another game also? Possibly. I don't <laughs> think they're going to do two games this year. You don't think so? No, I... I think it's just going to be, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be two Scarlet Violet DLC. That is fair. I also doubt they'll do another. Um, but one thing I feel like they could do, not that I necessarily, like, I can't live without this, I want this, but I would play it if they made it. You see, Ilka didn't work out too good. In terms of making like a real Diamond and Pearl remake that people could sink their teeth into and thought was worthy of like platinum. <laughs> but I think Ilka 
proved that they can make a Pokemon game. And I think that Ilka is very capable of making a Let's Go Pokemon game. So that that's my weird call. Is I think they might do a Let's Go again. Because I'm pretty sure Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee sold very well. So I think they might do Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee 2 Johto Boogaloo. And let Ilka, Ilka make it. That, that's my weird call. Let's go Johto. Yeah. Well, they could do another region too, but it makes sense to just like go in order. Because they did Kanto. I feel like a Let's Go Alola would be interesting. I don't know if we go to Alola that since those games are so recent. No, they're not going to do Alola. I just think it would be cool. Um, Maybe let's go Kalos. Is that how they bring us back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think let's go. uh, Let's go. Let's go Johto, but with based off of heart gold, soul silver. Well, that would be the hope. In terms of features, yeah. Not gold, silver, crystal. Heart gold, soul, silver. I really think that they, if they do a Johto remake, it's gotta be that. Well, I mean, what does heart gold and soul silver really have over gold, silver, crystal outside of, like, technology? Like, what specific features and, like, things are you thinking about that you need in this Let's Go Johto that were not in gold, silver, crystal? following Pokemon. Well, yeah, but that's in Let's Go. <laughs> no matter what they do, I'm sure there's going to be following Pokemon if they do a Let's Go. I don't know. I mean, either way, it's fine. I just want the Pokemon to follow you. It would be shocking to me if they made a Let's Go game and they didn't let the Pokemon follow you. I wish they implemented more Let's Go features into mainline series games. Like, 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 not what? only the Pokemon following you, but, like, actually scaled. And then, like, their actual sprites following you actual actually scaled up to their actual size. And... Yes, we all get... We get it. BDSP was not well made. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> Let me ride Pokemon, please. That's all I want. That would be really cool. That was such a cool feature in Let's, in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. That, like, certain Pokemon you were able to, like, ride on, and it was cool. Do you think they would do, uh, like, Let's Go Meryl and Let's Go Togepi, or do you think it would just be Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee 2? Probably Pikachu and Eevee 2. I don't think they're gonna expand on that kind of concept when Pikachu and Eevee did so well. Maybe. I mean, I guess Eevee is, has been doing well recently, but I was gonna say maybe they just cycle out Eevee. Like, I it's think like, the let, other let, thing, let's go Pikachu like, and let's go X other Pokemon for each region. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Pichu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Gen 3's, uh, well, if they ever do let's go Hoenn, it's gonna be plus Honestly, one since, since Gen 2 Poke, since Gen 2 had such a, such a highlight on baby, baby boys, maybe they do like, let's go Pichu and let's go Togepi. That is... That is true. I think I've brought that up on this podcast before. Although they would have to give the Pichu and Togepi big buffs to make them usable. Yeah. The other thing that I could see them doing, I know it's still relatively recent, 
but like later on down the line, probably in like a year or two, is Legend Celebi. I please, <laughs> please, man. By far, my favorite Pokemon game is Legends Arceus. I absolutely love that game. Yeah, I really want to see them do Legends again. Uh, whether that's Legends Celebi or uh, you're gonna hate me for this one, uh, but uh, they could also do a Legends Kyrem. That'd be pretty. Oh sick. no, I don't hate you for that at all. That that's my second option. Oh, okay. Is Legends Kyrem. You can't have all this lore about uh, Reshiram, Zekrom, and Kyrem being a single dragon fucking a single dragon and never tell us anything about that single dragon. That's fair. You can't. That's the one thing where like that will make me love Gen 5 is if they're like oh, yeah, here's the full dragon. But I think that would be really cool if they did that. Um, the other thing that someone brought up to me was the soaring ability in Oras needs to come back. That would be sick. Soaring the was ability dope. to soar around the region needs to be a fucking staple in Pokemon games. I don't know why they completely trashed that idea with Alola. Yeah, that's a good point. Why they did that. Like, that was one of my favorite fucking things. And you don't even... And some people... I saw... I was reading some of the comments, and they're like, it's just only Mega Latios and Latios can do that. I'm like, no, they fucking can't! Like, like all the flying Pokemon. I, if I want to go ride a Pidgeot around fucking Kanto, let me do. Let me ride my bird Pokemon. Yeah, you see, they they have to like make it some level of exclusive because if they just make any any Pokemon that can learn fly able to soar, then they either have to take it away from all the baby birds, or they finally had to explain how it worked. <laughs> It's just, you grabbed onto the little fucking feetsy talons of a Pidgey <laughs> as it flies around the region. Strong boy. Well, no, like, if we ever, like, ten years down the line, we go back to Galar. Galar. Corvinite. You ride a Corviknight around. That's how it works. In your little Corviknight taxi. Oh, they can make Tor Corviknight's taxi a flying. Like, you could do it. Like, a yes. soar. It's not That'd hard to do that. It, like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think the fly mechanic is kind of overrated at this point. Especially with the technology that we've seen in past games. And now games. But I think, as of right now, they're not, they're moving away from, like, soaring and stuff like that to... Traditional RPG fast travel. Yes. It it is nice in Paldea where you get fly once you get the once you get the box legendary, you can fly wherever. That's cool. I appreciate that. Don't make me go fight Titans to get fly. That's dumb. I hate that. Is that true? Yeah. Once you get it, you can fly anywhere on him. Fly is like unlocked almost immediately. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I guess unless we have anything else to say, real quick, uh, outside of main series, is there any like any other thing at all, Pokemon wise, that you hope for or predict in twenty twenty three? New could... mystery dungeon. Let's go, please. Brand new story, brand new everything, updated with Paldea. 
Yeah, that'd be dope. I would also just be fine if they did Explorers remake, honestly, but... No, I want them to move away from remakes and, like, start making these side games better. New. Well, that's fair, but Explorers is the best side game they've ever made. <laughs> so, I think they would they would want to bring that to a new generation. The reason why remakes are so good and why we desire them so much is because the old games ain't cheap no more. <laughs> Those so, things will run you for a pretty penny nowadays. My my last question is not 2023, but 24. Do you think that we are going to get a Unova remake? Uh yes. If that's a good question. I feel because like Unova still because... People love Unova. There's a lot of outcry. There's outcry. The fandom is split. There's half the fandom that's like, please, we need black and white remakes. And the other half's like, maybe just don't. <laughs> because of how bad BDSP were. They're like, yeah, just maybe, maybe just leave our black and white alone, please, thanks. <laughs> so by the time black and white comes along for its remake time in 2024, that's traditionally when you get your remake time for it. I mean, they could, skip, they could in, They might skip it, a gen. Like, there was no remake in Gen 7, there was no remake in Gen 5. Uh, they, might, they might skip it this gen. Ultra Scarlet and Ultra Violet? <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, Scarlet and Violet could probably really benefit from a third version or an Ultra version. Because, like, people, people look back on that sort of trend and they're like, oh, they just put out the same game again. But, like, at the same time... Those are some of the most revered game games of the franchise. Emerald and Platinum are held in like some of the highest regard the franchise has. And I think that Scarlet and Violet as a region do have potential Ooh, that could that be unlocked we could by get... a third version or an ultra version. So we could get a third for the first time in a while. Black and White actually. 3? <laughs> no, I'm talking about instead of DLC third version. for... Scarlet and Violet, we get a third color for the third legendary because we don't have a third legendary in this in this game. That's true. For the first time since Gen Two, we don't have a third legendary. Yeah, you're goddamn right. There's always been, yeah, Rayquaza, Garatina, Kiram, Zygarde, Necrozma, I guess. Uh, that guy, Eternatus, that's his name. Eternatus, yeah. <laughs> and, but we've yeah, always guess... had a third legendary. Even if they didn't do, like, a third game for it, they could fully release, like, basically do, like, Ultraviol Ultraviolet and Ultra Scarlet, but call it something else and release a third game of it. That would be sick. That would be the first time since uh, Platinum, and it would be really interesting. So that's that's the other thing that I kind of wish they would do is expand on the story a little bit. You could literally just do like one to one remake, basically, like how they did with Platinum and Emerald. And like those so those are by far way more popular than the the main the two main series games that came out. You like know, Emerald and Platinum are now the st are the two staples for Gen 3 and 4. That's true. Emerald and Platinum. Very popular. Uh, but I do want to say real quick. Now, I know you personally have gripes with Gen 5. And there is a big sect of the fandom that does have gripes with Gen 5. 
there's a much larger sect of the fandom that think it, thinks it's the best thing ever, has the best storytelling in Pokemon history, and I, I tend to agree that it has a very good story, very good presentation, good region, great Pokedex. If they're going to do a Unova remake, I feel like they should go all out. Like, please, because I think they could sell very well. And I think the best way to do it is don't do it. <laughs> the, saying that to Game Freak. <laughs> uh, get somebody else to do it and not Ilka. <laughs> not them. Yeah. Uh, honestly, again, fucking get, go all out. Pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time. They can afford to hire whatever fucking developer they want. Get Monolith Soft on this shit. The people who make Xenoblade and the people who helped with Breath of the Wild. Get them on this. Make the Black and White remake or Black and White 3, one or the other, and just make it like a really good RPG with really good graphics. Go all out on it. I feel like Unova has that selling potential. So if you gotta pick one thing, one Pokemon game to get released in 2023, what is it going to be? Because it's December 25th right now. No news has come about. No nothing. No leaks. No anything about what could happen. Or what may or may not. Whatever. Put it on the record. What, what's, what's your bet? What's my bet or what do I want? You asked me two different questions here. No, what's your bet? What do you think is going to happen? Not what do you want. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, well, I think they're just going to make Scarlet and Violet DLC. <laughs> like, realistically. They they might have Ilka do something. Worst case scenario, they just have Ilka do fucking dark black and light white or whatever the fuck and just make it as awful as BDSP, which would not shock me. By the way, I don't actually think BDSP is awful. I'm being, I'm being hyperbolic, but they're definitely... They're awful in the sense that they could have been so much more. Um, and if they did that to black and white, that would be heartbreaking. Even I... Even though I rank Gen 4 higher, I just have such an appreciation for Black and White and what it did for the franchise and the storytelling that it did that I really hope that it gets like gets what it's due when it comes time to go back to Unova. I think they're going to do a third version. I hope so. I really hope they do. The, the rumor is if they lame. do a third version, it's Pokemon Chartreuse. Yo? I'm right? down. I'm down for a Pokemon Chartreuse. I could dig it. Um, now, I guess the, the question you accidentally asked me, I'm kind of interested to hear your answer to. Um, if you could have any Pokemon game, just like The World is Your Oyster, come out in 2023, what would it be? What? Like, like open anything. world? Could be, could be main series, could be a spinoff, could be literally anything. What are you asking? Like, what What do I want? What's your dream Pokemon game, basically, that you would like to see come out in the year 2023? That's tough. I mean, for me, it's easy. I don't think it surprises anybody if for me to say fucking Pokemon XD2 or whatever whatever they're going to call a third Coliseum XD game. That's, that's what I would want. Ooh, I, I honestly have no idea. You know what? I want a new Mystery Dungeon game. Understandable. I think we were left with high hopes and broken broken hearts with Super Mystery Dungeon. 
Yeah, that game was kind of booty. To the point where I think the Pokemon fans deserve at least, like, even if you say it's the last one, we're never, we're not doing this shit no more. We don't want to do this. This doesn't bring money. Go fuck yourself. One last game, because the Pokemon Company does have interest in the po in in the mystery dungeon aspect of their company. Well, yeah, obviously they did the remake. Yeah, they did the remake of the original. So they do still know it exists. They still have interest in doing stuff with it. I want a new I want a new mystery dungeon. Agreed. That would be very good. So uh but, but yeah. I guess our theories will come true will will be tested in February, because you know February is Pokemon month, so they're gonna announce their new game in February. They're all gonna come true. Course. Every all of them. All the literally games. all of them. <laughs> uh, but all like right. every every two months you guys get a new game. Here's black and white three. Here's new mystery dungeon. Here's new Coliseum and here's new here's third third gen nine game. Have fun. <laughs> they just go fucking hog wild. But but alright, gamers. I think that about wraps us up for this particular segment. Um, so time for Genji's favorite part of the episode, uh, but he's not here. Uh, so I am going to go ahead and take it away. Who's that Pokemon? All right, Colo, you got 15 questions. You've got a reputation to uphold. Let's hear it. Is this Pokemon a dual type? Yes. Is this Pokemon one of the starter typing? No. Okay. That question is being suspect tested for a ban, by the way. That might not make it into 2023. I mean, at least I didn't go, does this Pokemon's typing start with an F? Yeah, that is already banned. <laughs> <laughs> the starter type thing is under review. <laughs> the starter one is fair. It's not fair, because if the answer is yes, then it narrows down like 16 types. <laughs> it narrows down 15. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Colos. You just ask more questions. You get it this time. The answer is no. Next question. All right. It's a dual type, and it's not grass, fire, or water. I get fifteen. All right. Let's go. Uh, is this Pokemon from Kanto? Nope. Johto. Nope. I'm at four. Hoenn. Nope. Fuck. It's gonna be like the last one. I'm gonna waste all my fucking questions on this shit. Sinnoh. Nope. Kalos. Nope. Galar. Nope. Alola. Nope. Fucking Unova? No. Paldea? <laughs> yep. How many questions left? Because that was Four. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Alright. Alright, let me... Pop. I knew it was going to be the last good. goddamn one. Ah. <sighs> I get four. Four more questions, yep. Is this a poison type? Nope. Is it a psychic type? No. You 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 got me. You got me. Congre congratulations. You get to end Pokemon Variety Hours season four with Hey look, you, you get two more questions and a free guess, so you you might pull this one out. Is this Pokemon an electric type? No. Is it a dark type? No. 
Okay, can you tell me what type it is? No, you're you're out of questions. What's your guess? <laughs> you don't know what Let type it go. is, but you have eliminated several types. Thank you to our six-year-old correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex number doesn't have one <laughs> because none of the Paldea Pokemon have one because uh, there's no national decks. Flamigo, the synchronized oh Pokemon. <laughs> Um, it's Violet Pokedex entry states, thanks to a behavior of theirs known as synchronizing, an entire flock of these Pokemon can attack simultaneously in perfect harmony. Now, I do not believe there are movesets on Smogon for, like, anything yet for Gen 9, but I will confirm. Excuse me. Okay, yeah, no, no movesets available. It's in UU. That's, that's all you get. <laughs> but you can play a UU with a, with a Flamigo. But yeah, that's that's Pokemon of the episode. Colo keeps his, his champion belt. <laughs> uh, there is no I, okay. <laughs> Be completely fucking honest. Did I one hundred percent just randomly guess that? Yes. You're not like trying to keep. You're not like playing pulling strings not, and trying to keep like my streak alive, lore. right? No, this is real. It was Flamigo. I don't think you realize how many Pokemon I still had to guess. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Uh, Penguin did that last week too, I think. Okay, look. I'm trying to remember what Pokemon it was, but uh, she she was her back was against the wall, and she just kind of threw one out there. And it was right. <laughs> the same thing happened here today. Holy, like I didn't I didn't narrow down anything. I have it's not a do it's not fire, water, grass, poison, dark, or bug, and it's a dual typing in Paldea. That's all I got. Yeah, but you got it. God, random fucking luck. All right, Colo. It's time for the final segment of the night. Um, to pit against each other in deadly combat. Because finally, folks, they finally did it. Gen 9 random battles are in the game, are in Pokemon Showdown. And that is what we will be doing today. Uh, Colo, let me know when you're on. I will send the... Chalang. I'm on. You're on? Okay. I wish my showdown would auto-log in correctly. Are you Colochu54 or just Colochu? 5-4. 5-4. Shut the fuck up, Pokemon Showdown. I don't care. Alright, folks. It's that time. Let's battle. Alright, folks, leading off, I have led with a Glamora, while Kolochu has led with a Poltegeist. Alright. Interesting. Hmm, how am I gonna tackle this? Ludway from Glamora is resisted, does 23% to Poltegeist. I didn't know those resistant poison. Uh, <laughs> Poltegeist uses Shell Smash, doubling its attack, special attack, and speed, and due to a white herb, um, the the negative stats that would usually come with the Shell Smash are not present, so he just gets the boost. Fuck 
<laughs> and a stored power leaves Glamora at 1% due to Focus Sash. Um, I retaliate with an energy ball. It only does 25%. <laughs> I'm not having a good time, guys. <laughs> and stored power, of course, finishes off Glamora. This Pulte guy is just... Did your Glamora not have Toxic Debris? No, that's Corrosion. Oh, what is Corrosion? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, just know I just know it's not the Toxic Spikes one, which would have been cool. <laughs> Alright, how the fuck do I deal with you? Stupid boy. God damn it. How do I not die? What do I do to not be murdered and killed? Out comes Hoopa for me. See what happens. Pulte Guys is at 52%. Got that doubled attack stats and speed. What's gonna happen, folks? And a Shadow Ball from Pulte Guys <laughs> fucking absolutely annihilates Hoopa. It's over. It's over for him. I'm so sorry, Hoopa. I love Hoopa. I need to get a Hoopa plushie. Out comes Great Tusk on my side of the field. And Stored Power kills <laughs> in one hit. <laughs> I love this game. Out comes Maridon on my side of the field. Maridon terrestrializes into the electric type. Tanks of Stored Power is left at 14% and finishes off fucking Poltegeist with an Electro Drift. It's pretty sick. Also, there's electric terrain now, because Maridon does that. What will Kolo mm. Chu do now? The answer is win the battle, because he has five Pokemon, and I have three, and one of them's almost dead. Out comes Flapple. Flapple, Flapple. Poor Kolo Chu. Maridon has switched out for Azelf, uh, who does not take a Sucker Punch, because I attack. Azel switches out for Flamigo, and a Dragon Dance happens. I was I was scared of that second Sucker Punch. Maybe I should have just attacked. Uh, now Flapple has 1.5 times attack and 1.5 times speed, and Flamigo is facing that boy. Sucker Punch. There's 24% resistant to Flamigo. Flamigo uses Brave Bird and absolutely clears Flapple's health bar. Um, the recoil has left Flamigo at 45%. Kolo, choose next. Skuntank comes out for Kolo Chu. A gunk shot misses oh. from Skuntank, and a Brave Bird does 70%, does 28% recoil to Flamigo, leaving Flamigo at 17% health. Skuntank is at 30. What will happen now? And a Crunch kills Flamigo. That's what will happen now. So you have Azelf and Maridon. Maridon is at 14%. Azelf is at 100. Maridon comes out of my side of the field, sets electric terrain, is terrestrialized for the electric type, and an electro drift finishes Skuntank off, and the aftermath finishes Maridon off. That was dumb. That's an ability that exists. <laughs> hey, Kolo, you want to tell me what all three of your <laughs> remaining Pokemon are? For me, your friend. T tell me the secrets. <laughs> Cyclozar, Rillaboom, and Palafin. Oh, thanks. Cyclozar, Rillaboom, and Palafin. Okay. That question was actually relevant, by the way. He shouldn't have actually answered it. <laughs> A 
Okay, Psychic does 90% to Palafin, which is the one who's out for Colo, by the way. Uh, uses Flip Turn, um, which takes 27% of Azel's health. Um, and he switched out for Cyclizer. Cyclizer has Terrastalized into the Dark Type. He's not <laughs> off. Completely fucking annihilates Azel. The winner is <laughs> GG. GG. It, this, the Shell Smash stored power Poltegeist really hurt you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, the, the reason <laughs> to explain, the reason why I asked you to tell me all three of your last Pokemon is because that Azelf was specced. It was choice specced. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I didn't click a move that one of your other one of your Pokemon was gonna wall. <laughs> yeah, but Azelf is a pure psychic type and I knew I knew knockoff uh Dark Cyclozar would easily counter anything. Wipe it you off do. the fucking map. Yeah, you're right. That's got to be the fastest random battle we've ever probably had. What is that? Oh my god, 14 turns? Yeah, it was not that long. I got kind of fucked over. <laughs> it was not good. Um, but it was a good game. That's good game. GG. 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 Dude, I played my first Gen 9 random battle earlier today. Hacks got me fucked up. It was so bad. <laughs> I like... I think I missed three stone edges. And I also, got, I also got flinched by Air Slash. LOL. <laughs> it was bad. That's terrible. I was in front of a Gal- Galarian Articuno, and I'm like, please, just let me kill it. And I just missed a bunch of Stone Edges and got flinched by Air Slash and murdered. It was a good game. The guy was nice. He, he wished me a Merry Christmas. Some politeness on Pokemon Showdown. It's always, it's always good to see. But yeah, that's our podcast for tonight. Um, And that's the last podcast of 2022. Uh, So we'll see you in 2023. For for season five. Shut the fuck up. There's no seasons. It's not real. It's not real. Um, (laughs) Hopefully the first week of 2023 would be good. Um, we We did not start producing variety hours in 2022 until like February. So I will not... I will be trying not to complete repeat that this year hopefully season five starts off well yeah let me get more colochu on season five <laughs> he was he was a good character we gotta we gotta sign him on for more for for more regular appearances next season i don't know after how this episode went i don't think you're gonna let me back on considering the fact that i completely bodied you in guess the pokemon and who's that pokemon and in showdown back to back Listen. I don't think you're gonna let me back on now. Listen, the first Season time we did a Christmas, the first time we did a Christmas episode of this show, Jinji beat me with a deli bird, and I still let him on. So, really, anything goes in terms of kicking my ass. Yeah, but I also have like an eight or nine streak of guessing Pokemon. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm not mad. I'm just. I feel cool. like you're a little peeved about how I guessed today, though. No, it's really funny. <laughs> I don't I don't mind when you guess. Like that's the not to get too deep into the weeds of like Pokemon Variety Hour behind the baseball. Um but that is an argument commonly between me and Jinji. Where where Jinji runs the segment where to he wants to stump you on purpose. I I don't. Like I run the segment, I'm like, nine times out of ten, they're gonna guess this. 
And that's that's kind of okay. It's just a fun guessing game. And then every once in a while, you waste all your questions on regions, and then you don't get it. But in this case, you wasted all your questions on regions. And then you fucking threw out a, a fucking random guess, and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks anyway. for coming on, everybody. Uh, Kolashu, where can Thank find you for you? listening to Detour Ahead. I have that's, been that's your it. other that's host, podcast. Kolochu. You can find me on Twitter as Kolochu54. You can find me on the YouTubes as Kolochu. Go follow me. I make good. To- I make good content. The algorithm has been liking, has been assisting me a lot. Um, that's it for Detour Ahead. I've been Kolochu. Shut the fuck up. That's not what this show is. But if you want to listen to Detour Ahead, you can do that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or on anchor.fm slash detour head. That's where you can listen to that show. It's pretty good. We did a Christmas episode, but we recorded it at the beginning of December and we traveled time. We time traveled. <laughs> but uh, you find me in a few places. Um, I'm, I'm going to plug the main hub this time. Usually I just go right to Issue Crew, which you should check out. Um, but if you, if you go to anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed or the Riley Podcast, Mega, oh, I'm sorry. The Riley Podcast Mega Feed on your on your podcast platform of choice. There's some cool podcasts there, and it's fine. It's not an inactive feed anymore. There is a new show on there. If you're into Power Rangers, you can check out Powerverse Juice Bar on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. Um, and also there, in the description of the feed, is links to all my other podcasts and everything else that I do on the internet. And that'll be it. So thank you for listening. I've been Riley. I've been the Colochu from Detour Ahead podcast. <laughs> Colochu for the podcast Detour Ahead. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>